0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Rick Napier, president of 321 Set Appointments, LLC, broadcasting live from Sacramento County, uh, California. And uh, it is two days before Christmas. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, just two days before Christmas. And a lot of people this year that our company has helped… Um, We're including real estate agents, um, financial services reps, uh, other small businesses like dentists, uh, some CPAs, uh, some people that are working uh, direct sales businesses. We have worked with a lot of people this year, and I would say 90%.  … … of the people that we worked with had great technical skills in their, in their trade. In other words, they understood real estate very well, or at least they understood the, the, the rules, the regulations, the compliance issues, the, the forms. Uh, the real estate agents understood those, those components of their business very well. The financial services specialists… … or insurance agents, primarily life insurance agents, understood all of their uh, insurance contracts, the um, benefits and features, the different companies that they, they, they work for and which companies had different uh, twists and turns in helping the agent decide which carrier to use and, and pricing… So they understood that, and dentists that we worked with uh, about two years ago, of course, they understand their their dental, uh, you know, uh, technical stuff that they learned in dental school. So that was that was a uh, that was a no brainer uh, for most for dentists. They they understand how to do dentistry, but the one theme across the board, most of them had. Issues. I'm talking about realster, realtors, financial services specialists, and small business owners. The, the one theme that if, if I had to lay out what was the overall uh, uh, successes that we had with business owners was this sales process thing. The sales process that includes uh, contacting, prospecting, the appointment setting, uh, the closing and referrals for small business owners, and yes, for some, you can also include recruiting and hiring. That's all part of the sales process. So today, what we're going to talk about, and I'm going to bounce around a lot, I'm not using a whole bunch of notes, because I've done this over and over and over again, about over 500 times for financial services reps, um, 100 100 times and some change with realtors and with other small businesses, uh, you know, 20 to 30 times. Um, not even counting that so much, but the realtors and the financial services specialists. Our company, 321 Set Appointments, has spent 2, 4,000 hours worth of, of coaching, mentoring, business development, and Helping salespersons master a sales process. And we like to say that your business, which is the sort of like the, uh, the caption on today's show, your sales business is like baseball. And I write every single day. I see this over and over again, salespersons doing everything under the sun to generate revenue… … except focusing on the three basic tasks to make money, to generate revenue. And just like baseball, in which wins are decided by hits and runs, succeeding in sales is just as simple as baseball, but in, but in your sales business, it's prospecting qualified individuals, setting appointments, and closing deals… On the prospecting side, prospect uh, baseball players, they spend thousands of hours practicing their swing in the batting cages, and that makes sense, right? I mean, if you if you want to if you want to successfully, you know, at least get a chance to get on base without getting you know hit you know hit by the ball, or maybe you have a lousy pitcher, you want to be able to hit the ball. So, just as in baseball, prospecting. Is getting on base. You know, it's 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 getting on base, getting on first, getting on second. Sometimes you know, maybe you don't make it to home plate, but you at least get on base, and you practice that. You practice that this over and over again until you're able to hit the ball. And uh, sometimes, to you know, to prospect, you have to you know get to the to the to the to the batter's box just to begin with. And um, you know, agents, and salesperson sometimes says, "You know, I don't, I don't even want to step up to the plate." Now that's another, that's another issue. Uh, personal development uh, training can help a person, it, you know, at least want to extend in the batter's box to take the swing. But prospecting is real similar to baseball, getting that hit. So in your business, you must constantly prospect. Uh, you must constantly prospect in order to uh, to make it at least to the, to the basis now the next one is uh, setting the appointment setting the appointment that's that's swinging swinging the bat is and see so when you swing that bat with the with the qualified uh, prospects sometimes you strike out but again you have to swing the bat and when you swing that bat you may get um, uh, you may get hit. Like in baseball, they they call like anything batting over 300 or 400 a success. So that means 300 batting average, you hit the ball three times out of 10. A 400 batting average is awesome. You're hitting the ball four times out of 10. So in order to achieve 400 in your business, that means that… You know, when you when you set these appointments, four people out of ten are saying yes to your to to your appointment, and actually, you can probably get a little higher than 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 400 uh, as you get become more um, proficient in prospecting. And so, the in order to achieve that 400 in your business, you should have a unique sales proposition. That word is thrown around. So much, and you know, in our experience coming from corporate sales, that word or that phrase, unique sales proposition, those three words, are they mean so much. However, um, you know, I would say the majority of salespersons may not may not even know what that means, uh, and it's not that's not a slam on salespersons. Let me let me let me address this. Um, documentation written by publications well-known publications and sales and if you know someone wants to call me i can i can give you i can email those publications to you but most of those publications say that many or high majority of salespersons do not have any business experience nor do they have any business uh, you know any formal uh, business education, or like myself, uh, who 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 went to school for um, uh, business management and economics at Golden Gate University in San Francisco. Uh, many people had or have no formal sales training, and I can understand why. Because formal sales training in 1994, 95, 96 was $10,000 per person. For an, for an eight day you know over the weekend like one class was one day was over the weekend it was a Saturday we, we got Sunday off but it was an eight day $10,000 uh, uh, dollar fee for uh, myself and you know other people from different industries to attend a formal sales training class. so I would say that the, the, the most uh, insurance managers and real estate brokers are not going to cough up ten thousand dollars per uh, real estate agent or insurance agent, or even if the uh, if the dentist has a uh, a person in the office with the sales function. These salespersons, these sales managers, are not going to cough up ten thousand dollars per person. And now it's probably twenty five thousand dollars. Since we are talking about the year 2016 and 2017, so let's talk about closing, and then I will get into some some articles that address um, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. So when you get so you, when you do get a hit and make it the first base, second base, or third base, and look to make it back to home plate, you follow the strategies of the game and pay attention to the cues and base coaches to know when the time is right to make the move to the next base and ultimately to home plate to score the run. Similarly, at the at your sales appointment with the qualified prospect, you need a sales process process promoting a prospect agreement to do business. And we talked about that on a previous show. It was called the core door of agreement. So at your appointment, you listen intensely to the prospect, just as you would listen and watch the baseball game while on base, uh, to to in order to help you help you lead the prospect where he or she and you want to go. So the next time you're working your business, please remember how the game of baseball is played. So let's talk about so let's talk about um, prospecting. Now, prospecting is – I mean it's, it's, the, it's the key of everybody's business. It's the key to your real estate business, to your insurance business, to your dental practice, to your LASIK business, to your cosmetic surgeon business, to your, your uh, arts and craft business. I mean it's, it's the key uh, to everybody's business, and I'm reading from an article from Inman, which is a, uh, Inman.com. And it um, says the ten reasons you will fail as a real estate agent. Now I know that sounds like a downer to, to have a title like that, but the article does um, address some you know ten important things. Maybe they could have written a, the article a little bit more uh, you know shiny or, or sunny since we're in California. Maybe it, sh- it should have been more uh, uh, politically correct. I guess you I guess you can say that's, that seems to be the buzz phrase, but. On the, it says the number one reason, while, while real estate, or you can also include insurance agents and those other industries I, I just uh, talked about, it says the number one reason is people won't prospect. It says prospecting conjures up big-time fear in most people's minds. We've been conditioned to associate the word no with rejection, failure, and pain. I can't remember the stat exactly. This is what the author is saying. But I have heard that by the time we are 18 years old, we have heard the word no 250 times versus yes, a mere 10,000 times. So it says if you don't have the – this guy said he doesn't have the precise numbers, but I do know they are words worlds apart. So… You have subconsciously learned to associate no with not getting what you want. And it's normal. Don't feel bad bad about it. Don't feel badly about it. But you have to start getting back on track and reassociating no with what you want. And real estate is a numbers game. It says no matter how you slice it, um, and it's, this author says hears a lot of real estate agents say they they aren't in sales, that they just want to help people. There's nothing wrong with saying that, but if you want to increase your business and help lots of people, you have to work through the numbers. And when people say, Oh, I just like to help people, we need to remove that from our primary conversation. It's not that you want to help people, you help people because you sell something. When you sell something like a real estate, uh, like a home, or you help somebody list their home, or if you sell a insurance product, or if you sell a complex dental dental procedure, yes, overall you're helping them. But you are a salesperson, and your job is 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 is, is specific. <laughs> Sorry, it's kind of early this morning. I'm trying to get my lips going. Your job is specific. So. That's uh, an, uh, an excerpt from this article from Inman Magazine, In, inman.com. They're a, primarily a real estate um, you know, coaching magazine. So let's move on to the appointment. And from, for, the, from the, for the appointment, I got this from a blog. Now, now here's the deal. For at 321 Set Appointments LLC, we have sales modules that are awesome to cover all these things… But I'm just reading from um, great articles that I found online, just to just to give listeners uh, a little bit of uh, what I'm talking about. And it says uh, this is the article from uh, a blog, and I'll I will list it on my um, on on this uh, Blog Talk Radio uh, sort of uh, link, so you can all see it. But I didn't put it on the link. Just yet, but I will. It says keeping in touch with business prospects, nurturing the relationship as well as keeping them interested in your business is no easy task. Okay, so it starts off like that, but it includes four four uh, points that um, that uh, that that qualities that appointment setters should nurture inside or should develop, and. One of the things uh, this author says, it says they do not have backup plans, which means the people who are successful at appointment settings setting, do not have backup plans. And it says this may sound strange, but this does make sense. When you keep creating backup plans for every failure you, you think might happen, you tend to be sloppy in ensuring the success of your initial plan. This goes to the phrase… You know that goes back to the um, I guess it goes back several hundred years where uh, the 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 navy the navy ship commander said, We're going to fight when we land on the when we land to fight, we're going to burn our ship because we don't want any excuses to have to say, Oh, we're, we're running back to the ship. No, so this is like one of those burn your ship moments. So it says. Remember in business, you need to to succeed at the at first at the first try, and unless your your competition just wipes you out. if you ever have to create a backup plan, make sure it will address the problems the initial plan might encounter so it 's not saying never have a backup plan it says don't keep saying well since my the, the first thing that I want to do." Um, Just in case the first thing that I want to do doesn't work, I'm going to have a backup plan. Essentially, that's saying you're not not going to even try on the first plan that you have because you can fall back to this perhaps weaker backup plan. Um, The next nurturing thing, the next uh, uh, attribute…  … … for a great appointment setter. They work hard. Nothing can be more important in improving productivity than to see people working hard. Not that they spend all their time working, but the fact that they make the most of their time in the office being productive. This is especially important and important characteristics characteristic of ideal lead generation personnel. And that's you. If you're a realtor, financial services specialist, dentist… You are a lead generation personnel. I know some people say well i want i want to pay i want to uh pay somebody to do it I want to you know get this overseas company to make these calls and, and do this for me okay, that's fine, but guess what in the sales process, you lose out on the, on establishing that that relationship but hey, if that's the way you want to do it, go ahead i'm just saying you lose out on the sales process when you have these overseas companies. Uh, … generating appointments for you so by the time you meet with your client, you don't know where you are. And it may take, it may take a, a powerful comeback to get in charge of that conversation after someone you know, 6,000, 10,000 miles away has set that appointment up. So the next attribute says they do not join the crowd… Basically, these are the kind of people that do not go with the flow or depend on trending marketing marketing taste. For these people, swimming against the current is natural. Usually looking for creating new technologies or marketing strategies can be a big help in tapping into the minds of customers. Think Apple, Google, or even Amazon. These companies became successful because they had people willing to do things differently. And the key word is do things differently. Not talk about doing things differently, but doing things differently. And the last attribute from this uh, blog says they have real goals in mind. What makes a marketing team uh, successful is their ability to reach their goals. Setting a name, a target to reach can be a great help in focusing your efforts and finding potential B2B leads. Okay, so three, two, one. Our company is primarily a B2B lead generation company, but we work with individuals who uh, reach out to individuals and businesses. And it says you, you should also know what communication tools to use in order to reach your targets, be it telemarketing, social media, email. You need to make sure that all of these can help you in your marketing efforts as well. So that is the setting appointment uh, portion, and the final portion, or the final component or segment of of um, of treating your business like a baseball game, is closing. Now, closing is a three-two-one specialty, but guess what? You have to also have a great command of prospecting and setting the appointment in order to make the closing function. Be like the grand prize, <laughs> to be the grand prize. So closing using our, our sales system is when you actually say very little to the prospect. Our closing module focuses on getting the, the, the qualified prospect to answer some questions, and we have a dynamite Closing module that helps uh, that um, that prospect actually, in a sense, close themselves. I know that may that may sound strange. It may sound totally in left field. But the more that you're talking as a salesperson, and it's been documented by PhDs over the last 50 years. I have references. I have articles. I have you know many 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 page articles that talks that that talk about this. This, this issue the more you are talking as a salesperson it diminishes the likelihood that the qualified prospect is going to buy from you. Seriously. And I know where talking, you know, 80 percent of the time comes from. It comes from it comes from these doggone things called presentations. Get rid of them. Get rid of these presentations that that, … Uh, that tell you to <laughs> – that, that you tell the prospect to look at this screen. I'm going to talk about this for 45 freaking minutes. okay? And then at the end, I'm going to ask you to buy. And nine times out of ten – well, let me give you a break. Times out of ten, the prospect is going to say, hell no, I am not going to buy. But, but hold on for a second. They're not going to say, hell no. They're going to say, Bob – we need to look at this. So call us back in a couple of weeks, and we'll get back to you. Okay, what that translation is, is Bob, you disrespected me. You did not even ask me any friggin' questions about my situation, about my life, about my family, about you know my goals for the next 10 years. The only thing you did was… Sit me down in front of this computer, watching 45 slides, and uh, at the end, I don't even know anything about you know insurance. Oh, I don't know anything about a certain subject, or this. I'm a first-time home buyer, and you're flipping through all these flip charts, you know, telling me all the things that you've done. You've beat your chest and said that you've been the top producer at your company for the last three years. The, the prospect is saying, "He does not give a rip, or she does not give a rip." This is the time where the prospect wants you to listen to them and learn about them. Okay, so I'm sorry if I went off for a little bit, but hey, I have seen this failure in the appoint in the in the prospecting, the appointment setting, and definitely in the closing when you're meeting with that person. Meeting with the prospect, I have seen massive failure in this closing phase. Massive. I've seen people have 30 appointments with people and come back with zero sales. I've seen people stand up in front of rooms of people and end up with zero sales. Yeah, big time. So… I just want to close by saying, you know, prospecting, um, prospecting is really a personal development um, opportunity. So, if you want to improve yourself, improve your prospecting skills, focus on a lot of personal development material. There's there's tons of books out there. I can recommend a few. Setting the appointment, that is that is a that is a skill. And it's an art. It's a, it's a timing uh, thing. But you got a prospect, and when you get that that person interested in at least knowing what you might want to talk about, you know, go for go for setting that appointment. And again, that's a that's a skill and a, and an art and a science, and you can do it. And here's the deal: most people really want to meet with you, but because a lot of salespeople's um, a lot of salespeople do not have a sales process. They don't have any finesse in how they do it. They turn the potential, uh, you know, prospect, or the or they 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 cause themselves to lose the appointment opportunity because they don't have any uh, training in this area. This is not a you know you know selling is not a. You know, bang, bang the the wrench against the wheel and, and and force it on or something like that. It's not like that. This is a this is a a a a, a this, Sales is an industry that requires a lot of finesse, and you can learn it. This, there's just not many opportunities for people to uh, learn uh, from from individuals, or or it costs too much to go to a formal sales training class. And then finally, like I said, uh, closing. Is just, I mean, that is the, the the that is the key. Once that person says hi, yes, I want to. You're a great person, and you find out that person is great, then you go for the appointment, and, and the person says yes, I'd like to meet with you. The closing part, and that's not the, the traditional meaning of close the deal or A B C always be closing. It does not mean that. I mean, that is that is corny A B C um, in the context of if you don't have any. Uh, sales sales training that can be very harsh uh you know spending three to four hours at someone 's house until they say yes and then they cancel whatever contract they signed at eleven p m that previous night so anyway i want to thank you again um our website three two one set appointments l l c dot com our phone numbers are we have a new phone number now our main phone number is uh six four six three five seven Three eight four four. My name is Rick Napier. It is two days before Christmas. I want everyone to have a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. Adios from Sacramento, California.